Welcome to Podcast Insider. I'm Mike Dell. I have a special co-host this week, Kate, from our Blueberry Pro team. Actually, you, you run that over there, don't you, among other things? I do. I do. It's good to be here. How are you? Good. Good. As we prepare for what they call snowmageddon. But you know, whatever always happens is they hype it this much and then it turns out to be a big nothing. I think they have a surplus of milk. <laughs> and so they need everybody to go buy milk. Yeah, my my old joke was uh, everybody, during, you know, when they're preparing for a blizzard, wants to make French toast because they, <laughs> they go get eggs, milk, and and bread. And bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one. I'm going to remember that. We have some news. We have a best practice. We have our normal blueberry news. Although everything's a little bit thin this week. Tis the season. Yeah. Uh, in the news, Spotify may rebrand Anchor. I'm surprised this took this long, but uh, they're going to combine their uh, Spotify for Podcasters program and Anchor into Spotify Creator Studio. There we go. I got it out in one, in one, one take. take there. So Well done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see. It surprises me it took this long, though, because, you know, they've had anchor for you know since 2019 and they're you know doing all these in-house shows and all that we don't care that much what goes on over there but it's interesting news you know anchor how many shows do they have now i don't know they say it was well they've they've brought in a library of about four million shows Uh through the anchor platform but it's starting they're saying here that the market for that is starting to slip yeah and spotify has lost a bit, but it says in November, 21.6% of all podcasts were created on Anchor. Yeah, and most of those are one show and tap, tap, tap. Does this thing work? Hello, hello. You know, that kind of thing. So how many real shows are over there? I don't know. There's some good ones over there. And, and of course, Spotify picks those good ones out and promotes them to uh, to something else. And, you know, but I, I listen to a couple of shows that are done on anchor and, you know, other than the fact they're on anchor, they're pretty good shows. So, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I would be interested in knowing the statistic of successful podcasts that have been picked up by Spotify that came through yeah. anchor. That would be an interesting number that to would know. Be. So, all right. Next on the list. Yeah. Marco over at overcast. He's the guy that runs it. He's a one man shop. It's my favorite podcast app so far, although there's some other new ones coming up that I like. But uh, he was planning on killing the web player version. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're a member of Overcast, so you you, you know pay the little bit a year to to use it, you get a web page that has all your podcasts on it, and you can play it right on your computer. And he was going to get rid of it because he didn't have time to make it really nice. Apparently, a lot of people do use it, so they're going to uh, just keep, he's going to keep it there. He says, the website player will continue to exist in mediocrity. (laughs) (laughs) Marco Marco is just wonderful at just saying how things are. He doesn't sugarcoat much at all. For sure. And, uh, you know, like I said, the nice thing about Marco, too, is he's approachable. I mean, he, he may not agree with you, but he will talk to you. (laughs) <laughs> right. And isn't and isn't that the way it should be? And I, I yeah. love his his main page. He's like, Hi, I'm Marco. It's just me here. No big company or investors. Yeah. It's just me. 
and uh, it does all right with it. It's uh, you know it's high on our list of of apps that are you know the independent apps. You know when you look at uh, podcast consumption, he's you know usually over one percent, which is pretty good for an indie app. That's a really good market share for an indie app. So I'm, I'm pleased to hear that he's keeping the the web the embeddable web player. I'm a big fan of those and getting people to listen to content on your website. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, a lot of people do that. You look at our stats uh, on different shows that use PowerPress and they're, you know, probably 25% anyway is web on most shows uh, that promote their website. Some shows don't even, you wouldn't even know they had a website if you listen to the show. But, uh, you know, our goal is always get you back to the website in, our, in this case. Podcastinsider.com. <laughs> Podcast Insider, all roads lead back to you. Yes. And, uh, and try to own that spot, too. That's Of course, we always say that, so it's kind of beating a dead horse on this show. You, you might have a new listener that doesn't know it. So there's a, an article here from uh, Podcast News Daily that uh, says that uh, Rogan may or may not decide to stay with his contract at Spotify, which is up in uh, 2023. Be interesting to see if he goes back to uh, just doing a, you know, indie podcast rather than a show on Spotify. Has Spotify offered him a new contract? I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that, so I'm not sure. But it, w- it will be interesting to see if they do, A, if they do offer him one and have not yet. Mm-hmm. B, what's that dollar amount going to be? Right. Everyone has their price. Yeah. Well, he got $200 million to sign the first contract. And, uh, you know, of course, Spotify at that point was spending, you know, I don't know, they spent over a billion dollars on podcast acquisitions. Yeah, they did. It was and, an impressive year. And I don't know whether they're getting their money back out of that. But I hope so, I guess. I hate to see anybody... Uh, lose out but uh i don't believe that's gonna you know that the money's gonna keep coming like that that's yeah it's just too much and too often and (laughs) it's a lot of output it's it's an interesting way that they phrase it though they say there's joe rogan and then there's a really big cliff and then there's everyone else yeah you know for a while there joe wasn't on the top of the the spotify list there you know for you know uh, on the weeklies you know, where they follow the ranking. And what would happen is they'd launch a new show and the new show would be top of the ranking for a little while. And then it, then it drops off and then Rogan's back up there. And then, you know, just, it's fun to watch. I, I watch pod news or, you know, see the, in the newsletter there. And he always lists the top podcasts on Apple and the top ones on Spotify. And it's really funny to watch Rogan in and out of the back and out. Place. Yeah. <laughs> so, Good stuff. Uh, yeah, hey, more power to them. If someone wrote me that big a check, I'd go to Spotify too. Yeah, that'd be hard to walk away from. Yeah, I kind of doubt that uh, they're going to give him as much as they did, or maybe they really want to keep him and they'll give him more. I would be surprised if it's more. I wouldn't be surprised if it were comparable, but I would be surprised if it's more. Reports were that he was making about $30 million a year on his own before he that's, was Spotify. That's enough. So, yeah, I could, I could live on that, I think. 
I, I could I could squeak by. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, Apple put out their yearly schedule of what they're doing on the holidays. So starting tomorrow until January second, everything might be a little slow as far as adding new podcasts to Apple and channels or subscription shows or whatever. So just be be mindful of that. This time of year, everybody's a little a uh, little slower than normal. This year seems to be. Lower than every other year, but this is this is pretty consistent with what Apple's been doing for the last three or four years with submissions to the platform. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, similarly, we we take time off as well. So the best practice is up next. This one uh, Mackenzie put in here, but I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Is be very wary of so-called podcast mastermind groups, and <laughs> I. I had a little experience with this and especially the ones that charge a lot of money. You know, it's just, it seems so cheesy. It just seems like, Hey, I'm Mr. Podcaster and you should listen to me and you should join a group and we'll get only top notch podcasters and you can talk to them every week. And like, what, you know, why would I pay for that? You know, I have, I have top podcasting friends. <laughs> just right. And, and and for the people who are in the industry, this seems like just a no brainer of a hard stop. I'm not doing that. No. But for people who are brand new into it or for businesses who are thinking, oh, maybe it would help. These these sort of groups are really attractive because they have a knowledge gap and these groups claim to be able to fill it. Yeah. And sometimes you may find a good one, but be real careful about that. Really careful. Because, you know, you get you could get sucked into spending a lot of money for basically mm-hmm. a Zoom call once a week. Right. And Right. Where they reveal the next big money-making thing. Yeah, which will also cost you more money. Right. <laughs> or could. To get the how-to. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's there's people out there that, that uh, will get you going. Uh, you know, we've got our... Uh, Pod Rocket Academy, plus, uh, you know, I think you and Todd are going to be doing something here soon. And Yep, and we have that, February 8th, but that's for agencies. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a little different different yeah. uh, demographic than who listens to this show generally. Yeah, but Toby has his narrow podcasting, mm-hmm. which is a really good primer for how to do a podcast well and correctly and the best way to get good results. That's for everyone. Yeah, and we have our YouTube channel here for any of the. the oh, stuff. your YouTube channel is amazing. All the technical stuff, anyway, mostly. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Dave Jackson from School of Podcasting. That's a pretty decent uh, thing there. You know, he does, he's been doing it forever. He so, has. You know, he, he knows all the ins and outs of, uh, of you know, some of the really deep dives. But you know, again, you'd, you know, Really, all you need is a microphone, an idea. And a goal. Yeah. Oh, certainly. You've got to have a goal. You know, sometimes yeah. my goal is just to turn on the mic and, and complain. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hey, it is a goal. It is a goal. But, yeah, definitely goal. do your research and, you know, don't, uh, don't overspend on something that may or may not uh, be worth it. Can I tag something onto the end of that? Sure. Being invited to join a podcast network. Yes, that is also something you need to be wary of. Right, because you may not be value aligned with that network. 
they will make money off of your show and leverage your audience for ads that may or may not conflict with your message. And as Groucho Marx famously said, I don't want to belong to any club that would have me as a member. (laughs) So make sure it's a stage that you want to be seen on. Yeah. And be careful about signing over the rights to your show. Uh, Right. A lot of, a lot of times we get that where, you know, somebody joins a network and then, you know, a couple months later, they call up and say, hey, they want me to move to X platform because of whatever. And, you know, then I obviously try to talk them out of it. But <laughs> Right. But if they're not the owner of the show. Yeah, exactly. We had one, uh, one guy that's a very successful podcast. And I told him, I said, if you're going to do this, make sure that you can take it back and all this. And he left Blueberry to go to... I won't say which one. Another another platform. Another platform. And I told him, when you come back, we'll be here. And uh, he kept his website going and he double posts on his website so that he had his feed right there ready to go when he wanted to pull the trigger. And he did. He moved back. And, and it was seamless because we, you know, we made them take a feed that he owned instead of even though he was hosting on another platform ah brilliant yeah that was through our podcast mirror service so yep that's that's an excellent service that's something that doesn't get nearly enough attention right and and we're actually working on that for next year we're going to be adding some features and and redesign too it uh, really looks nice i don't think i've showed you the the mock-ups but it really looks you haven't you haven't yet i'm interested in seeing those yeah. So uh, anyway, so uh, just be careful with networks too. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, we we have a, a network that uh, this show is actually on called uh, the the uh, Tech Podcast Network, which we don't talk about very much either. Uh, but it's a very loosely formed uh, bunch of tech related podcasts that are family safe for the most part, and. You know, it's been going on since, I don't know, 2005, I think. Oh, since the birth of podcasting. Yeah, so it was right there at the beginning. and and But we don't have any onerous requirements. It's basically, you know, we've got a landing page for you that, uh, you know, we can cross-promote. And, you know, we're supposed to say this is part of the po- Tech Podcast Network. Over at techpodcast.com. But, you know, it's kind of gone. You've just said it. I did now, but <laughs> but tech podcast. There's a lot of good shows over there. We keep, you know, it's somewhere around a hundred, but we always keep just active shows. They have to actively produce. They have to be family safe or at least work safe, and be in the tech world. and uh, And it, it's a neat little loosely formed association. And then every year they go to the Consumer Electronics Show. They have a live show all week from the floor. You know, that's that's the main event for it. Got some blueberry stuff. And this first, um, Mackenzie and uh, Kathy, our social media team, put together this infographic of all the stuff that we did here at Blueberry over the last year. And seeing it all in one list, it amazes me that we, we got all this done. But uh, first on the list was programmatic advertising. So 
you know, now you're able to monetize right away. I mean, it's, you're not going to get rich at it, but, uh, you know, it's something, you know, maybe pay the hosting bill. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's, uh, you know, that was through SoundStack, a partnership with them, and that worked really good. We uh, revamped our audience survey and added a media kit to our statistics system. And nice. that's kind of cool because, you know, you take the survey or you get your people to take the survey, your, your uh, listeners, and that gives you a little bit of demographic information right in your statistics. And then you can also share that out with a media kit. So if you're you know, going for advertising or you're trying to talk somebody into being a guest on your show or whatever, you can send them this discrete link that gives you know basic stats and basic demographics. It's, it's really cool. And it's been well received by people. It's a really good way to just add the credibility, if, especially if you're seeking sponsorship, add credibility to your show. And I don't know of any other podcast platform that has this yeah and the nice thing about it is it's updated every day nice so, you know if you get a big burst in listeners and you have that selected as one of the things you want to show it'll mm -hmm. show that right there the next day so look that's really good i yes. didn't i wasn't aware of that it was a daily a daily update yeah so if you make a static media kit you've got to update that manually every time mm -hmm. you know and with this one it just updates and that's brilliant it's pretty slick of course, we had our long overdue team meeting in Columbus, Ohio, probably the last one in Columbus. Uh, we're going to go someplace cool next time. Uh, not that Columbus isn't cool. Well, you know. Yeah. You know how it is. It could be Tahiti. It could you be. Know. It could be. But uh, anyway, so we had a nice meeting there, and that's what, you know, precipitated a lot of the stuff that we're doing and have done. We also partnered with Pod Rocket Academy. Uh, they're out of Canada, and they have put together some training courses. Uh, you have some free ones that are blueberry specific, and then for fairly fairly cheap, you can uh, take some of their other courses over there. Uh, we've looked through a lot of them, and uh, they are quite good. Uh, the blueberry specific ones, we uh, are continually updating those with them. Always good to have as you because you roll things out so quickly and so efficiently. It's really good that you update these for people who are coming into the ecosystem. Hopefully we don't do too many jarring <laughs> changes. No, I don't find them jarring. Yeah. None of the clients that I work with find them jarring. They're just they're they're integrated very well. But for the new person coming into, for example, just migrating a new show from an existing platform elsewhere to Blueberry, if there is a learning curve and that you have this Blueberry specific course for the new people coming into Blueberry, that's, it's terrific. And that you keep it updated so that they, they don't run across a problem that isn't covered in the course. Very good. Yeah. And then uh, let's see, podcast statistics. We revamped that whole dashboard and added some new stuff like retention graph and impactful plays love the impactful plays yeah and uh, yeah that just tells you you know the people that are watching or listening on the on the web tells them you know tells you where they drop off and that's you know something that uh, as far as i know nobody else is doing yet nobody else is doing that again blueberries ahead of the curve and then this one was a huge huge one uh is we now have a closed captioning web player for audio 
Nobody else does that. Now, you know, the Chrome browser will do it through Google, but it's not universal and it's not quite as good. So we have a transcription transcription service that you can sign up for. And those transcripts are automatically put into your feed. And if you use our fancy new player, it'll uh, be like closed captioning under the player in a little drawer. And uh, the transcripts are pretty darn good. They're not perfect, but none of them are perfect. None of them are perfect. I mean, you, yeah, it's, it's, it's when you, and especially if you throw in accents yeah. or different dialects or slang, mm-hmm. no AI is perfect, but yours is above average well above average and it's it's a it's a nice clean looking player it's just it doesn't distract you to to read the closed captions while it's playing for example if my daughter who runs our traffic department is hearing impaired and she loves your blueberry player that's how she consumes podcasts now before she wasn't listening to podcasts but now she can she can you know when the when the babies are napping, she picks the shows that she likes and she can read the captions and it's, she loves it. Good deal. And, uh, but that, you know, that what was funny is the week we announced that the week before we announced that, uh, I, I'm not sure if it was Sirius XM. I think it's one, one of the big podcast related companies was getting sued for not having captioning. Oh, I heard about that. I don't remember what company that was. Yeah, I think it was Sirius XM but I'm not sure. But uh, it was kind of ironic that our press release went out like the day after their press release went out on the lawsuit. So right before podcast movement. So that was fun. All right. Descript. We did a uh, uh, integration with Descript, which is an online audio editing platform. And also another way to get a transcript to power your, uh, your uh, player at Blueberry. So you use the script, you can download the SRT file, and we have a place to upload that right in our system for either PowerPress or the uh, podcast publisher at Blueberry. Nice. It's a terrific way to correct any AI mistakes that happen in your transcript. Yes, yes. Very, and, and, you know, and that's, it's, that's really good. I, you know, I've been playing with the script. You know, I'm, I'm a diehard Adobe guy, so, you know, it's a little hard for you to change like that. But uh, it is interesting with uh, the script, you can actually edit by using the audio or using the, the uh, text. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a nifty feature. But if you use that, you're you're running the serious risk. And I, yeah. I've said this a million times. You cannot replace a human editor with a platform. Oh, of editor course. Like that. Uh, it at least tells you where in the file to find something. And it could take mm-hmm. a big chunk of something and then go back and, you know, use a real edit ear and edit. <laughs> Agreed. So. Agreed. It does have its uses. Yeah. Descript is a very cool platform and they've, they've made a lot of interesting progress. Yeah. And in the article here, there's a whole bunch about Podcast 2.0, uh, the Podcast 2.0 initiative, which we are taking seriously. And adding more and more as we uh, go along here. So watch for announcements about that. But uh, we've already uh, added uh, a lot of the tags, the transcript tag. That's what powers our uh, transcriptions. And and closed captioning is the podcast 2.0 transcript tag, which didn't exist before. So uh, that's one of the fruits of 
that that initiative. But we went through a lot of stuff this year, and we're still we've got a you know pretty good list of stuff that's coming first quarter of this coming year. One of the things you were talking about, uh, you know, the, the courses being updated. We're updating our documentation. We have a giant where you know, and we have this giant library of stuff, and stuff gets out of date and all that. So uh, my colleague Dave, uh, who's also a support tech, he's taken on organizing that in a decent way on the website and slowly going through and we're all pitching in and updating everything. We're going to try to make videos for just about everything because uh, some people learn by reading, some people learn by doing, and some people learn by you know, watching it. We're going to do all three. And so watch for big improvements on the support page at blueberry.com oh congratulations that's a massive endeavor oh it is there's so much stuff on there but uh anyway it's like packing your house you don't realize how much information you have <laughs> yeah. until you have to go through it yeah uh, I, I dread to have to move i'm not moving i'm uh, never moving again yeah but that's did. an aside <laughs> All right, so uh, next week's show, uh, Todd and I are going to go through what we predicted in 2022 and what you guys predicted that we uh, shared on that show last year. So uh, it'll be a completely different format next week, included, including some really fun stuff. And Todd owes me a dollar. But oh, we nice. Made, we we made a bet last year, so I won the bet. Uh, well done. And, of course, we have a lot of team members out enjoying the holiday season away from work. So our response times and sales and support may be a little slower than usual this week and next. But we should be back at full strength uh, on January 3rd is probably when I would expect we would uh, be back to full strength. But uh, Yeah, that's when we're back. Of course, our holiday hours this year, uh, tomorrow we're going to be off half a day, so afternoon Eastern. And all day Monday, Boxing Day. I don't have any servants to give presents to, so I don't yeah. do Boxing Day. Me either. So, uh, and then, you know, uh, December 30th, we're taking a half day off. Even though it's not New Year's Eve. And then we're taking January 2nd completely off. So Perfect. That's the story here. Hey, we got a special deal this time. Instead of Toby doing a pro tip, we actually have a live pro tip from Kate here. This is actually as a result of Todd's interview with Toby on his podcast called Moving Conversations. And they talked about dynamic ad insertion and programmatic ads. And so that is what prompted this particular pro tip. Hi there, it's Toby Goodman here. Dynamic ads enable you to keep your archive episodes relevant, or in fact, any podcast episode relevant. For example, before DAI, if you'd interviewed a big player in your industry, or you've created a podcast about the history of an important building, you would hope and maybe even know because of stats that these episodes were likely to get listened to months and potentially years after you've published them. What dynamic ads enable you to do is drop up-to-date ads into your podcast. Now, broadly, you have two options. You might be able to sell and resell ad space for a specific amount of time to someone who wants to sell to the kind of people who are listening to your podcast. 
You don't have to go to an automated marketplace. You can negotiate your own fee with different sponsors. Now, the other option is that you can update your ad space with your own promotions. For example, a popular podcast episode released in 2019 can have an ad dynamically inserted for an event you're running next week. This is certainly more where I spend my time working with business owners who want to scale using their podcasts rather than creating a business or income stream from their own podcast. But actually, you can have a mix of both, which is amazing. Now, either way, there's no arguing. Podcast is growing up and becoming more powerful. So to get more context and hear a discussion with podcast tech pioneer and CEO of Blueberry, Todd Cochran, check out my interview on moving conversations that can be found under the podcasts tab over at narrowpodcasting.com. So if you like the sound of dynamic ads or DAI, then Blueberry is all set up with that functionality. If you need help with audio or scripting, come and say hi to our team over at blueberrypro.com. All right. Well, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Digital ad insertion. We do that uh, here at Blueberry, of course. And yeah, a lot of people are using it to uh, change up their intros too. I've I've seen, you know, like for pre-roll, what they'll do is they'll have uh, an intro promoting the current show. You know, so the first, you know, like say you publish an episode today, then they put the promo for that episode in all the back episodes. So if someone comes in in the middle and was listening to an old show, they can, they promo the fact that they've got this topic on the new show. that's out now. So That's an excellent application for DAI. I love that. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of, it was unique uh, when I heard somebody was doing that. I'm like, Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's good if, you know, even though you may or may not want to be in a network, it's also a good way to cross promote shows on a network, you know, for do a pre-roll or even a mid-roll. If you don't have ad inventory to throw in a spot, you could throw in a promo for another show on the network. Wondery does that a lot. Or the network itself. Yeah, or the network itself. So, you know, we could have a pre-roll in this show uh, saying that we're part of the Tech Podcast Network, and uh, but we don't, but we could. <laughs> but you could, but you could. It's also a terrific way to sell advertising space in your show, non-competing advertising space in your show for like quarters. Mm-hmm. You pay X amount for the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and then you can go back in and swap all of those out throughout your catalog. Mm-hmm. And keep consistently new ads going on. And of course, the most valuable ad space you have for your product and services is your own show. So as you have events and sales and interesting things for your people, you can swap out those ads really easily. I was delighted by how easy the process is. Yeah, we have, we're, we're, uh, that's on our list of things we are improving a lot, probably in the first quarter next year is our ad insertion system. We're uh, going to be making it less clunky and easier to use. And, and between you, me and the fence post, we're putting the, uh, we're, we're, we're doing the uh, insertion points in our interface rather than you having to edit them in. And Tagging the file. Yeah. So nice. Oh, be- you just made my year, Mike. So we're going to be <laughs> auto tagging or not auto tagging. You set the tag points. 
mm-hmm. and you can go through your back catalog and do that without re-uploading the whole thing. Oh, perfect. That's fantastic. That's going to be the major improvement. All right. I picked this question out specifically because you are going to be here today. So. <laughs> Were you surprised by my answer? No, not at all. No? No. <laughs> so question of the week. Uh, our podcast uses a rigorous rigorous format. I wouldn't say that normally. It is a very structured format. Yes, we have a structured format on the podcast, and I think our listeners may get bored over time. It's a good time to switch things up. Also, what is your advice on how to make format changes? You just do it. You just change it. And then people are like, oh, wow, this is, this is making my ears happy. What happened here? Am I listening to the right show? It sounds like Mike. But yeah, always, always. A basic, a basic show format is always good to have. Mixing up that format based on the core content of your show is always a good idea. I mentioned one of the Blueberry customers, Cancer Covered. They do a really good job of mixing up the way their show is built based on the topic at, high, at hand or how they've introduced it. And each show is just a slightly different from the one before. So nobody gets ear worn out. Nobody's ears get worn out. You didn't know this prior to our talking today, but your show is getting a revamp at the beginning of the year. Yes, I had, I had already thought of that before before you told me that. So <laughs> yeah, See, it's just like minds, like yeah. minds. So, uh, yeah, look for some changes around here, too. Yep. But, uh, yeah, and of course, we don't have to worry about an ad-free episode because uh, we don't do ads necessarily other than for our own stuff. No. no but for, for those who do, you know, offering an ad-free episode for a week or two to simply just give your listeners a great conversation without trying to sell them something is always a nice a nice gift to give and a nice way to shake up your format. Yes. So uh, very good. We, like I said, we'll be working on the format of this one, among other things. So that's good. If you got a question you'd like us to answer on the show, drop me an email, Mike at Blueberry.com. We can take audio, text, video, whatever, and we'll uh, try to use it on the show or at least uh, talk about it in some form or another. And uh, of course, you can also drop something in the Blueberry Podcasting Facebook group. That's a pretty good resource if you're into Facebook to uh, find out what's going on here at Blueberry. So, yeah, and the best place for support with any Blueberry product or service, of course, is our ticket system. Tickets give the whole team access rather than direct emails. Nothing worse than coming back from a vacation and having... 47,000 direct emails that you can't keep track of. <laughs> so if you put it in the ticket system. We can... Everybody gets to see it. Right, right, right. So, of course, we're coming to you this week. Uh, Kate is in the uh, in her studios at Blueberry Pro Production in Tecumseh, Michigan. I'm up here at Mike Dell's World in Traverse City. And, of course, uh, we're produced by the Blueberry Pro Production team. Actually, Kate this week. So yeah. thanks, Kate. You're welcome. <laughs> My pleasure. And be sure to fill out our listener survey at surveys.blueberry.com slash podcast insider. And if you want your own survey, be on our stat system, and you too can have one. And you can schedule one-on-ones with Todd or myself. And... It's our normal emails, Todd at Blueberry.com or Mike at Blueberry.com. Uh, hosting customers only. 
we may talk to you anyway if you're interested in becoming a customer, of course. But uh, you know how that goes. Of course, if you want a, uh, 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 I was going to say a box of crap, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, you want, if you want some of our high quality junk, yes, our uh, our podcast uh, swag swag that we normally give away at uh, conferences. We got big piles of it that need to be shipped out. So if you'd like some of that, uh, get with Mackenzie and she will ship you a care package. <laughs> Please don't make us move this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything, any parting shots? Kate? I have no parting shots beyond happy new year and merry, merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. We'll, uh, We'll see you next week with a special show that we probably will pre-record and, or maybe not, I don't know. And uh, we'll see you next year. Take care.